It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, guess what? You should stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. We have the usual suspects in the building. To my left, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Who? Hey. On Skype. <laughs> he, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nine vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hello. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I come smashing down like an iron fist on the week. The week of will. Fear me. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to go ahead and bring you the latest in comic book news. Uh, we're going to bring you a review of Comical Psychosomatic Medicine, the anime. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys about the Powers TV show on PlayStation Network. And we're also going to bring you, uh, first and foremost, a discussion about the controversy surrounding Wonder Woman's new costume. So we get all that along with whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about. And I'll tell you in just a moment how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum and let us know what it is that you want to say, what it is that you want to chime in on. 
But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. They will ship comics directly to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. All you got to do is let them know what it is that you want. Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will ship, like I said, anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. If you prefer to deal in trade paperbacks or you prefer to deal in graphic novels, guess what? Jeffries has those too. In fact, if you go ahead and buy three and mention Fantastic Forum, what are they going to do? They're going to toss in a fourth one for free. All you got to do is make sure that you give them a call at 310-538-3198. They're open. They can call them. In fact, do it. You should just call and say, hey. There might be, um, who might be there right now? Tell them we say hi. Yeah, tell them Fantastic Forum says, hey. It, it might be, maybe Alex might be there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Still. Um, how are you guys doing? I feel like, I feel like, for some reason it feels like I haven't, like, gotten the opportunity to to interact with you guys in a while even though I know that's not true like yeah we I just saw you both of you on Friday I I know but still it feels like it was a long time ago you're getting clingy <laughs> you're, you're you're getting clingy it's I like the way he said it Moses Moses damn near tried to replace me just now it felt like like he's like don't mess around and lose the show yeah. I know you like doing this little thing. Bringing a whole other producer. It's like, there are plenty of black guys that like comics. We'll go right down to Jeffries and replace your ass. Like, damn. Why's it got to be all that, Mo? I, I think I could. I don't think I could find a black guy that is as optimistic as you are. <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's true. There's Joe right here. Joe's, oh no, nah, man. Joe's Joe, more like me than he is more like Joe, you. Joe's brimming. Joe is freaking brimming. Bring it to the rim with optimism. He's like overflowing. Like, I'm more of a cynic. Joe's just grim. <laughs> Joe's just grim. I love it. I love it. No, man. There's, there's. Uh, look, you can always get Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why you just laugh? Shout out to Vaughn. I just Pizzle. imagine him saying saying something like something te- ultra teary, but in that old black man voice. <laughs> I so think sometimes. It's dark as before the storm. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's hope that saves the day. <laughs> I was just thinking things are getting better. <laughs> I love birthday cake flavored ice cream. <laughs> uh, I went uh, down to the crossroads and there was no devil. <laughs> <laughs> My back feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, day, another dollar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! Shout out to well, my I, I really close my eyes really hard when I do that voice. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Look, give yourself a stigmatism. Be careful. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't I don't want to bleed like Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Oh, jeez. Okay, I did say that I would give you guys uh, or tell you guys how it is you can get down with Fantastic Four and Dead Night. Here, here, here. I'm, I'm, I'm fulfilling my promise. Uh, there's a few different ways to do it. First and foremost, you can go ahead and you can mess with this uh, with the Skype line. Like Moses is on the Skype line. Yeah. It's the free internet soft phone. If you don't have it already, it only takes a few minutes to download. You can put Fantastic Forum into your contacts. Hit the green button, and right now you will be the third member of Fantastic Forum. So that can happen. Of course, uh, if you're shy, if you're like, oh, you know, I don't really, you're not really one for the talking, you can always jump in the chat room, uh, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. You know, put in a cool little nickname, and uh, we will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as uh, Normie. Who told us to, to well she said good night and she said, Have a great show, FF. Thanks, Normie, even though you're not listening anymore. I understand. Normie's tired. Normie just finished doing the uh the zombie cast. She's had Yeah, they they go a good two and then fifteen minute hours. They they do what? They do a good two hour fifteen minutes. Oh, right. I was just thinking about those guys the other day. Were or you? like yesterday, yeah. What were you thinking about the zombie cast? Um, well, because I know Ted is, like, a huge horror fan. Yeah. And there was a movie I wanted to, was thinking about checking out mm-hmm. called uh, Open Windows. Uh-huh. And I went online to, like, get a little perspective on it to see, like, if it's any good or not before I invest my time. Gotcha. And one of the reviewers, uh, one of the fan reviews was saying that only the most hardcore horror fan could suspend their disbelief long enough to get through the entire movie. (laughs) And so, I thought of Ted. Like, he's a real diehard horror fan. Like, what's the premise that you have to, that's so hard to suspend your disbelief? I, like, I didn't watch the movie. Right. So... But do you know what it's about, or no? Basically... Um, Toby Maguire wins a date with an actress. Got you. And it gets canceled. Um, oh, that's scary. And so, <laughs> basically, the manager gives him an offer that he can't refuse. That's the, you know, when you go over the movie, that's what it says. Oh. So. Sounds terrible. I don't know what actually ends up happening. I know there's voyeurism involved. Um, but, like I said, I didn't watch the movie because it looked what it sounded like to me, and I didn't read like, complete, complete reviews, and so I didn't get a synopsis. Right. But the director is in over his head with this concept. Ah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Derek Age is in chat. He says, Titties! <laughs> I don't know if that's I'm assuming that means or that's a reference to the to the subject you were just talking, but maybe not. Sometimes Derek H might just yell out titties. It happens. I think he's talking about Normie. See, that's not right. That's not right. Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Uh oh. 
Caller, are you there? How about now? Yes, there okay. you go. I was like, Mike switch, yeah. unmute, <laughs> unmute. It's okay though. I appreciate, I appreciate it while we were talking though. Yeah, Zeno from the OKC. I have the power to get pissed off at anime that had been released twenty years ago. <laughs> and a fine power it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was browsing through my old game collections and stuff, and then I remembered that uh, the the shooter UN Squadron in the U.S., known as Area Eighty Eight over in Japan, was actually a manga back in the early eighties. Uh huh. Area Eighty Eight. What is it about? Uh, That's that aerial shooting game, right? Yeah, so yeah. Like, the, the game UN Squadron in the U.S. is uh, is the U.S. release of it. The game what? What in the U.S.? UN Squadron. UN Squadron. I don't know if I remember that game. What game is UN Squadron? I, I played it as Area 88. Yeah, the Japanese form of that is Area 88. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a fucked up story, and the ending is either it leaves you ambiguous with not a real hard end to it it just sort of peters out or wait, wait it's a, you get the u.s version that got updated and there is no hard ending at all it's like you fucker man wait so well is it a it's like a like a like a shooter like 1945 no no, no. uh well it's a side scroller like gradius oh okay right, and so the main character is a guy named shin kazama and it has a story yeah, the the original manga had a story, and they just turned it into a shooter because it's all about airplane combat. So you know, you can make a game out of that. That's easy, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I've so, ever played a, a shooter game like that with a story. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm surprised they never tried to make a, another version of this and like a like a Ace Combat and do this again because mm-hmm. Lord knows it's been what the 80s since this game came out, mm-hmm. but or like the early 90s. But yeah, it's a guy named Shinkazama. Right, he's a a fresh new pilot, a commercial pilot, getting ready to actually get his wings for the company. The company's president's daughter is kind of sweet on him, and his buddy gets him drunk the night before they leave France when they finish training, and signs him into a mercenary air force in the Middle East. What? Yeah, there's only three ways to get out of the contract. Uh, you either uh, survive for three years, and they discharge you. You pay 1.5 million in U.S. in bounties for the targets that you shoot, or you die. One of the three. If you try to run or anything else, they'll just shoot you down when you take off. So. No, that that doesn't sound like any kind of friend. Yeah, so he's constantly flying missions and shooting all these guys down, even though he was just a rookie pilot, just so he can get back to Japan. And there's a whole bunch of stuff turning, you know, happening along with that on the outside and messing with him in the in the air in the air war. So. Yeah, it was it's it was really it was really interestingly done. So. Have you guys ever seen this area eighty eight? No. Huh. Man, yeah, it's, manga, it's old school. Think... It's old school before the whole Moe scene showed up, so the characters look decent. It's, it's sort of like a uh, like the classic seventies designs for characters, like uh, yeah, like Blade of the Immortal and stuff like that. More like a uh, Transor Z and stuff, but not quite as dirty okay. as those. Yeah, back in the day. <clears throat> Cause I think um, Area 88. I think they when they had it here back in the day, the manga it was in um, it was done through Viz. Yeah. When they actually did they did they did the actual comic format uh, printing, not the little like graphic novel thick uh, manga volume that we have now. Right. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So I mean, it's a really cool story, and Lord knows they need to revisit it. 
uh, they did it in 2004. They redid it like a 13 episode OVA, and they changed all the airplane combat scenes to be CG, so it looked really good. They added a like there's a whole trance soundtrack that went with it pretty well, actually. Oh, you know, they introduced cool. a couple more characters just to flesh it out, but they left that version unfinished too. So it's like you every time you, it's like getting started with a race. And then right before the knockout punch, or, you know, right right when the fight begins, they cut it off right before the knockout punch, and they'll show you how it ends. It's like, you motherfucker. Oh, it doesn't it, end well. Yeah, I mean, it's... According it to the manga. that hard ending, yeah. In the manga, it doesn't end well for him. Yeah, yeah. It, well, there's all Spoilers. sorts of endings. Like, there's one where they, they uh, one version, I think the U.S. version, they, they show some flying off into a battle, and they don't resolve it. So you don't know what happened to the main characters. The Japanese one... Uh, he ends up forgetting all about it, even though he makes it back to uh, to Japan. So it's like there's that's not a real ending. That's not a summation. He just you know all of a sudden he just gets you know his memory of the whole thing gets wiped. That's like that's boring. That's everything else is so good. And you did that to my story, you bastard. But uh, but yeah, it, it's actually pretty cool, especially the the reboot that they did back in '04. If you ever get a chance to see those OVA episodes, it's tremendous. That's fair. Cool. That's good to know. I Just like don't it. expect a good ending. Just expect some good action and and some well done animation for jet fighter combat. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. That was, that was a good uh, a good opening salvo, uh, Zeno. Yeah, and I didn't give anything away really. So yeah. now you're all intrigued and have to watch it. I, I, <laughs> I won't lie. I'm a bit intrigued. I'm like, I might have to go try to find that. I'm good. <laughs> why is why is why is Joe's default of to hate Joe, man? This, you can't get Joe to watch nothing if you don't want to watch it, man. Joe, look, the funny thing is Joe will watch it. He's just not gonna say he's gonna watch it right now. Joe, Joe will watch it before I do, and then I'll be like, "Man, what was the name of that thing?" And then one day Joe will be like, "Hey, did you ever end up watching <laughs> Area 88?" And like, "No, man, I forgot. I couldn't remember the name." He was like, "It's actually pretty good." He's like. He'll be like, I watched, I watched the entire anime, and then read all the manga, and then played through the game three times. It's <laughs> like, so, what? When did you do that? Yesterday. It's <laughs> like, shut up, Joe. Shut up. Okay. Yeah, so there's, there's Zeno's uh, one uh, manga me- recommendation, if you can even find it now. I, I know. It's been reprinted in forever. But there's some video on YouTube. You can check it out there. Cool. I actually, I've seen it at Jeffrey's. Oh yeah, have you? in the in the in the like fifty cent box or dollar box that they had. Because I remember I used to um, I used to want to find my the psychic girl. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they were lumped together. <laughs> my the psychic girl in Area eighty eight. Yeah, in a random box in, uh, in in the manga no, in the manga corner. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think just nobody picked those up, so they just put them in there before they throw them and make you know recycle them into new comics. <laughs> It's messed up. It's messed up. It's like I actually found it in Jeffrey's parrot cage. <laughs> Wait, why does Jeffrey have a parrot? <laughs> so he could put all those uh, all those old comics to use and DC comics to use. It it, it messes around and like says ah Captain Grady, Captain yeah. Grady. And it says fuck you, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking in the chat and I see Tiger Claw saying, "What's up, Fantastic Forum?" What's the deal with Wonder Woman's new costume? I think it looks fine. I guess fans rather have a costume with more cleavage. <laughs> Tiger Claw. <laughs> so, 
let's get into it a little bit. Yeah, I'll leave you guys to it. You guys have a good show. Thank you, Zeno. Zeno, have you seen Wonder Woman's new costume? I saw a picture in there, but I don't know what the hell's going on with that costume nowadays, man. There's so many changes that come into the media. I can't keep track. That's fair. That's fair. Zeno says... Show me what. Let me know when they make her Asian, then I'll take notice. That'd be funny. <laughs> just to fuck with people, just for that, because you guys complain she's Asian now. <laughs> is that is that our punishment? Yeah, it's punishing the fans. Like y'all stop complaining, or we'll change her again. <laughs> Dude, I would love that Asian Wonder Woman. Yeah, I bet you would. But she still has to be. Uh, she still has to be Amazonian in nature, so she's still seven feet tall. So she's completely out of out of, out of place. Yeah, like Air Master. <laughs> Yeah, there you Except go. Except she's only half Japanese. <laughs> but still. I love it. Jay's like, that's why I like it. One step closer to Airmaster. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, friggin' the Finches took over Wonder Woman. Uh, I know personally, I read the first couple issues of, okay. of their run. Before we actually start tearing, uh, tearing it apart, what did you think about those issues? Like, are they good? No, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say the the and you know, I mean, this is pre costume change, right? I personally was like really underwhelmed. I, I was like, wow, like, I mean, even from an art perspective, and it's not like the art's bad. It's just not his best work. But mm-hmm. the story itself was so kind of like, especially that initial issue was just like so ugh. Like it was so bland and so like nothing that I was just like, man, like I'm like I almost felt like it was a mistake or something. So I read the second one and I was like, Oh no, this is on purpose. You know? So I just I was like, I'm good. I don't need to read any more of those. And then I saw this costume. And it's interesting because I was looking at it and I'm like isn't that the costume from it, it immediately struck me as the costume from the Justice League joint like the animated Wonder Woman for the new 52 Wonder Woman like it, that's what it looks like or at least it looks like a version of that to me it looks like that with shoulder pads right that's how I that's what I felt about it and then I said that to Joe because I was thinking uh you know Joe did. Joe really dislikes that costume, and I was thinking, Joe, look, they or actually, Joe showed me. Joe's like, you see Wonder Woman's new costume? I'm like, no, and I'm like, oh, and I'm thinking Joe's gonna be like spitting on his phone because it's the the anime cost or the friggin' animated costume that he hates so much, and Joe's like, not bad. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I like the new costume. And now, why do you like it? It just, it doesn't ring untrue to me. Like, it feels like it could be a Wonder Woman costume. Like, I would even go to say it does better than, like, looks a lot better than, like, when they had the, like, red jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, to me, like, I do hate the animated costume. (laughs) <laughs> because it looks like they just added that like blue piece of cloth just to cover her breast mm-hmm. and the new costume doesn't feel that way it's like she's wearing a shirt and I'm okay with that okay and I mean I love Wonder Woman's cleavage but 
I'm not gonna riot. Like, if she's wearing a good-looking costume, she's wearing a good-looking costume. And this costume looks good to me. That's fair. What do you think, Moses? I can, um, I guess I should start by saying uh, I'm okay with DC making stupid decisions. <laughs> um, you know, they did it with Jonah Hex, uh, the Green Lantern movie, um, <clears throat> ending Hellblazer to do John Constantine on the New 52, um, the New 52, um, <laughs> just the in new general. 48. Yeah, uh, I- I'm okay with them making stupid decisions. Um, the <laughs> So some of the uh, DC uh, movie universe stuff sounds kind of stupid. I don't know if it, if it is yet or not because I haven't seen any of it. This costume I, I think looks better than the animated costume. It looks like Joe was saying more like the Wonder Woman costume. Yeah. I think part of it is the fact that it has a good amount of gold. Yeah. And, I- uh, you know, her being you know royalty and all that. Her her costumes are supposed to kind of look like you know like elf costumes or in like elf armor and stuff like that in Lord of the Rings you know like they have a regal quality not just uh, like not like the Urukai or the orcs you know right they're not just functional they're also adornments so I, I like that aspect of it I like Joe was saying the, the, the little piece of cloth just to cover the cleavage I think it's kind of dumb but you know that's the world we live in <laughs> <laughs> this day where uh, cleavage is offensive to the you know we live in a world where the few people that eat only vegetables go to Chipotle and said they have no options, so they take the bacon out of the the beans so that they can have beans. You know what I'm saying? Wait, so so there's no more bacon in the beans in Chipotle because vegetarians are like, I need something said, to eat? Yeah, so they took away the, the bacon from people like me. Who enjoy the beans? Why don't vegetarians bacon? just not go to Chipotle? Or why don't yeah uh, that or Chipotle just make another? But Chipotle is not going to be like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna lose money by making other beans without bacon. So yeah, instead, that's you know, true. Pe- people who like bacon get screwed. <laughs> you know, everybody likes bacon. That's all of us. Not vegetarian. Not vegetarian. Nah, they like it. <laughs> hey, they like it. Like that's why it's so hard for them. <laughs> So all I'm saying is, you know, uh, I there's been, you know, just, you know, we're we're talking about how the costume looks, so I'm not gonna get too deep into that, but um, the costume doesn't look as graceful as Wonder Woman has looked in the past. Whether it's you want to call it through sex appeal or even just uh, mobility, like you could move in a one piece, (laughs) you know, big bathing suit type thing easier than you can in boots that go up to your thigh. <laughs> you know? Right. How's she going to knee somebody with those boots that she's wearing? Now, look, I don't mind her wearing pants. Those boots don't look functional. <laughs> but, again, it's comic, so functionality, you know, sometimes right, you, isn't we... the greatest thing. I, I think, it, it, in my case, it's more, more of a personal preference. I've never liked thigh-high boots on people. Period. <laughs> like, in real life or comic book life. Like Moses... Like, I, Moses has totally gone through his thigh high boot phase. He's like, I'm done with them. No more. I it just they just don't look sexy to me. Right. Yeah. You know? So seeing her and then, you know, 
So that's that. I mean, I didn't mind the pantsuit either when they had that redesign supposedly with the leather jacket and the pantsuit. Yeah, I remember. I didn't mind that. In fact, last this last just last week, I was an advocate for the pantsuit in Supergirl. Right. So I don't mind costume changes. You know, um, there has been a good amount of costume changes in the past like year or so. Um, mainly, uh, what comes to mind is Spider Woman. Yeah. That I don't like. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. That costume looks shitty. See, um, it's it's interesting though because I I I'll say this. Uh, I mean, the Wonder Woman costume that they have now, or at least that they're say or they're about to have. Either way, it's yeah. like I don't have any problem. Well, I, I I bias just to be you know put everything out there. I personally feel like you know Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman are icons and to me it's like don't really mess with the iconic nature of those costumes too much in my opinion and so you know obviously like i I had a problem with the new 52 costume changes for for batman and superman (laughs) i mean yeah for just about everyone even though i will say wonder woman's was one of the better ones that made it through like, oh, cuz it kind of looked the same it just right. didn't have gold. It was a it was it it maintained a lot of the iconic aspects of her costume. Now, I don't have any problem like I don't I don't know for fact if this is as as some people feel like this is some has something to do with the edict of trying to cover up some of the female heroes out here. Yeah. But what I will say is this. This costume looks like it's made for that. <laughs> like it looks like <laughs> it was made to cover up a lot of Wonder Woman's skin, and I, I'm not you know I don't really necessarily like I I do feel like the Wonder Woman costume is iconic, and I feel like it works for her because she's friggin' super strong and nigh invulnerable, so it's not like she needs armor, you know, because her skin is super tough anyway. Yeah, I, I'm not. Like uh, the person that's like, oh man, I you know, one woman has this super nice rack, and we just we just need to make sure we see it. It's like I could care less about that. I'm just more like that's the way that the one woman I know that's what she she wears. She wears that like bathing suit thing, and so that's what like I, I think of that as the iconic image of Wonder Woman, and I would like to see something more along those lines. Well, here's the thing about DC, going back to them making stupid decisions, right? So they, they change, they, they tweak these outfits, and, and uh, especially on iconic characters like you, you were talking about. Mm-hmm. But then, if you know, if you go right now and go buy those, like, uh, Wonder Woman, shit, you can just go to Target and just go to the printed t-shirt section, licensed product section, and go get a Wonder Woman baseball cap. Uh-huh. It's gonna have the old original Wonder Woman, not this new one. Right, right. Because they know it's iconic. Yeah. Like, they, there's shit, there's products on the shelves right now with the old DC logo that they changed from into that postage shit they have now. Right. You know, so it's like they they're not. It's one thing like if they're gonna change it on the icon, change it across the board and make this new shit the icon. Or or at least try. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, and I I will say, you go buy Marvel pro- Marvel property or Marvel licensed product, 
that red Marvel boom is the same. Right. Yeah. And it's just it's interesting because it's kind of like I feel like it's a little different than than some of the other characters like you brought up like uh Spider-Woman. I feel like Spider-Woman looks like they were trying to go for a new look to me. Right. Like it looks it looks like it it's it doesn't look like anything like the the old costume which I I personally yeah. like and I think is actually iconic even though I know there are people in the industry that feel different. And that co- that costume is timeless. No, yeah, I agree. Me. Like, I mean, it's it's been awesome for a long time as far as I'm concerned. And that one I can almost guarantee was to cover that ass. I mean, you might be right. You yeah, you very well might be right. But it it's just really strange because it, it's like this it just I don't know it I, I mean personally I just think it's a bad design I guess I mean I, I think that's what it comes down to it's just like kind of bulky and cumbersome and it just doesn't it doesn't it, seem it's like it's filled style we got the pouches and the yeah. freaking like even the blade things I'm just like I don't get it but you know yeah. caller you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum tell us who you are where you're calling from and what you want to talk about uh, hello, uh, my name is uh, Derek Derek J. Hopkins. That's my full name. Uh, you can use that to steal my uh, social security number and everything. I don't care. <laughs> um, I, w- I would like to, to weigh in on your current topic, please. Yeah, please. Derek H., what do you think about this new Wonder Woman costume? And, uh, what? yeah, what do you think about it? I'd, first of all, I'd like to apologize for because for the last year, I've been using the term SJW. As, like as social social justice warrior, yeah. And then I was like, something I read is like that is a derogatory term. It is a derogatory term. It is? I did not know that. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it, it is. I so I apologize to everybody who I was like, oh yeah, you're so you're an SJW. And so I, nah. I was like, that's what you do. I didn't know. <laughs> or, so I mean, oh go ahead. You've been insulting loserly for the last year. I've been insulted literally for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been insulting me back. It's a back and forth thing. It's a, it's a it, it's a love equal. love relationship. There's equality there. The the problem that I have with the the new costume is that I I don't have a problem with the new costume. That's um, that's the problem you have with it. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't because I see it as a costume. Like just a costume change, big deal. Everybody changes. You change clothes, big deal. But what my problem is that, like you guys said, it was the only reason it was done is to seem to appease people who don't realize that they're turning. Hey, hey, hey don't don't get boy. it twisted. We're not saying that. We don't want you know. We don't want the Mary Sue to talk shit about us. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure done, we're under the Mary Sue's radar. It was done to appease people who don't even realize that they're turning into basically the Puritans. Like they're they're turning into the people they hate. Like they're like we don't want like all these uh these right wing conservatives who try to do this and like like and that's kind of what they're forcing a lot of characters to become to try not to offend people when it wasn't ever offensive ever I saw um, well, a montage of the old 70s Wonder Woman like spinning yeah 
and because I was like, that's kind of cool. Like ten minutes of just her spinning. Yeah. And and one and one one of them, like she transforms from her regular clothes into her Wonder Woman clothes. And one of them, she was wearing a bathing suit, and and then she spun and put on more clothes to become Wonder Woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, like that is and. It's kind of weird how all of a sudden that is considered too much now. Well, let me play devil's advocate here for a hot second, Derek. Is it possible that just because, even though you're not offended, is it possible that it is or could be offensive, even though you're not offended or none of us are offended? Yes, everything can and should be. Like, everything can be offensive to somebody. Right. But at some point you have to say... Are we cool with that? And you got you got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, like there was another thing where. Well, we know DC's not good at drawing the lines. <laughs> Remember, they had the price; they drew the line at two ninety nine. That went away. <laughs> at some, I, at, I remember a little while ago, not a little while ago, but like last week, somebody tried to go buy their kid a, a Princess Leia toy, and the only one they could find was Slave uh, Leia. Was Slave Leia. Mm-hmm. And which is which is ridiculous because she's in that costume for maybe eight minutes, right? Of the entire, of the entire uh, trilogy, but that's the only thing that people buy. Like that's a, that's an issue. Like I believe uh-huh. something needs to be done about that. But then uh, on the flip side of that, somebody there was a, a little uproar on Twitter about Hasbro not selling uh, Princess Leah and her like ceremonial. Uh, the white gown, the white gown garb. And I was like, "Who, who's asking for that? Like, they're not selling it because <laughs> they would have sold like five of them. Like, that's they didn't cut that because oh no, we hate women. They cut that because we can't sell this, like that sort of thing. But at some point, I think it's kind of like a pick your battles thing. And I think the Wonder Woman costume was a battle that didn't need to be won." You know, like there was nothing, there was nothing offensive about her costume. It's not the Power Girl costume, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, I I agree with you on that. The Power Girl costume. It's not the Psylocke costume. Yeah, I mean, Psylocke costume is just a dominatrix like fetish outfit. Right. No, no, you're thinking like, about it. Cover, it co- it oh, covers up a pic- a part of her thigh. I mean, you can draw a parallel between Psylocke's costume and Wonder Woman's costume. In nah, fact, man, one's got granny panties and the other one's got straight up Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition shit. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that depending on what version of Psylocke you're talking about. But like, if you're talking about a like, classic Psylocke, it's like cl- yeah. classic classic Psylocke, uh, kind of kind like it. It shows it has more thigh. But there's less cleavage. What about the female Thor costume that people were upset that she had like her her belly button was showing or something? And like, oh, she that's that's not good armor because she's exposed. That doesn't make any sense. Well, she's Thor, so she doesn't need armor. She the armor's Thor. there just for looks. Somebody like I don't know. Huh? I don't know. So I know. Um, oh, go ahead. Part part of the like this story is only this big right now only because people are getting in trouble for right. voicing an opinion on the costume. Yeah, and and why don't you talk about that, Mo? So uh, my Facebook friend Eric Larson, 
who's been on the show twice. Oh yeah. And gave us one of the best Fantastic Forum interviews ever. Yeah, no, he he's definitely he, a friend of the forum. He was he was drawing while he was talking to us and then stopped to go pee and then we were all giddy while he's peeing and then he came back. <laughs> and then, you know, great recap. Great. Yeah, he's a talented artist, one of my favorites. And he basically talked about not liking it and then talk about basically um, how, you, you know, a certain amount of sex appeal being taken away is not that great a thing, you know, and it, it, for a lot of things, it's not, you know. Um, and, it, you know, I don't want to misquote him or anything. I don't have the quotes on me at the moment, but basically everybody started talking shit to him on Twitter for basically voicing an opinion. So um, he, he made a, a comment about um, basically the vocal minority dictating changes in comics and, and with uh, reference in particular to the uh, Wonder Woman costume that we're talking about. And uh, that's where I become SJW, where someone that, someone that has opinions and you know, rightfully um, educated opinions and a, a little bit of, of pedigree in the field uh, to judge uh, artistic choices gets slammed by uh, you know some nobodies, um, some fellow fatsos, and uh, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I got to stick up for him on this end because it. His opinion is just as valid as somebody telling her to cover up. Here, here's some of the, the quotes from Eric Larson that he, uh, and this is from his Twitter, saying, I'm tired of the big two placating a vocal minority at the expense of the rest of the paying audience by making more practical women outfits. Um, then he also says, simply put, there aren't very, they, they, these aren't very good costumes. They're bulky and clumsy and unattractive. So and then there there's more but uh well here's another it says largely the arguments are either nobody would dress like that to which i point to the thousands of cosplayers who clearly disagree or that costume is impractical to which i point to the many athletes who participate in sports and wear considerably less So yeah i mean i i will say i do feel Eric Larson was just expressing his opinion and there are some people that I think that where they take where they take uh, I guess offense or where they take it seems like the, some of them were taking offense offense is the idea of calling calling or for him pointing out that it's a vocal minority and but it is a vocal minority that's the whole point Right. Yeah, but I guess I guess the I, idea. I think throwing in attractive did him in. Yeah, attractive. I'm sure definitely did too. Uh, or say, is, or he's is, saying it's unattractive. Which is weird because on the flip side of that is that you're kind of penalizing women for being attractive. I mean, like, how dare you be attractive? How dare like? Well, what's wrong? It, what's it, wrong with a man or a woman being attractive? Well, see, I guess I think yeah. that's the thing where it's not about a man or a woman. It's about like 
a woman that's unattractive is automatically given less worth because I mean I think that's part of it where they're saying like dude like you know like uh oh oh how attractive a, a woman so uh, is, huh uh, go ahead I was gonna say how how attractive you. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm saying Sorry. how attractive how attractive a woman is 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 a big part of how how much worth she has and I think that that which you know and of course women rightfully so would say what does that have to do with anything depending on what we're talking about the I don't end. understand that because the same it's like a flip side for it's not it's not men I guess aren't as uh aren't as judged on their attractiveness but they are judged on other things well yeah oh, yeah so the whole porn industry is made to make me feel insecure <laughs> it's like it's like uh well uh, whether if you if you're strong or if you make a certain amount of money or something all of a sudden you're w- worth more as a man if you're like men have this have not the same um same crosses to bear but men do have crosses to bear well you so, look at uh, something uh you look at something like uh 50 shades of gray and this guy is he's an abusive motherfucker with anger issues and hatred towards women that are deep childhood traumas. But it's okay because he's rich and takes the chick on the jet ride. <laughs> no, I mean, you laugh, Larry. That's that's a, that's a real epidemic in our country right now. That's crazy. So yeah, I it, it's one of those things where I hear where you're coming from, Derek. You know, and and I don't disagree wholly. It's just one of those things where it's different because, I mean, we're men, and the world, well, the world caters to to most men, not all of us, you know. But you know, it, it's one of those things where well, I'm, I'm not, not saying that it's fair that women, like, yes, women have a lot of bad things. Like, I'm not. In fact, if women, okay, let's, you know, I'm going to dig myself into a hole. You are. I'm going to step back and, <laughs> and say, and, and, and I would, I would, I would just, you know what? I'm going to jump to an entirely different rail and say <laughs> that uh, I agree with Moses where it, it upsets me when all of a sudden bloggers uh, uh, crit- critique and ridicule artists, and which is another thing that's kind of happening, mm-hmm. where somebody who just like because they're. Uh, not even a fan. Like the, a lot of people, these people aren't fans uh, a lot, because they feel a certain way, or they say, "Oh, I should be offended by this." Now they're telling an artist how to do that person's art, and that kind of upsets me. Or how an artist should feel about their art. It goes all the way back to the Spider Woman, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Woman cover, where all of a sudden people are talking about how that's not real anatomy. It's like, well, yes, yeah, a comic book cover. Yeah, so it's real anatomy for some people. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> and, and not only that, I, I've seen I've seen Spider Man in like way sexier poses than that. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, like we we are now, like I said before, where we're we're turning unknowingly into a pure puritanical society, which is kind of the opposite of what people want, where you're telling an artist what they should do, and that's exactly what. A puritanical society does. They go to they go to artists and say, "Look, that's not an art. Is this and th- so you have to do it like this. You need to feel this way about this. And you need to paint it like this and draw it like this and write it like this. Otherwise, it's disgusting and dirty, 
and we won't and we won't have it. We won't have any of it here. Right. I think that's wrong, and that's kind of what we're we're heading for. Even though it's under the guise of uh, we're trying to make everything better for everybody, you're not really. Well, I mean, I don't know if anybody yeah. is trying to say we're trying someone, to make it better for everyone. Always gets the shaft. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Because I don't feel like I mean, there there's some. Well, I, and honestly, here's the thing. No one, uh, or at least to my knowledge, no one's come out and said this change was made to better uh, or or for any kind of like feminist reasons or feminist agenda. Well, what other reason was it made though? Well, but we don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, is it, realistically, uh, D- David Finch is a guy, <laughs> you know. And it's not like it's not like I, I, I will say um like for instance Steve Wacker in, in that same article in the Mary Sue where they jump on J. Scott Campbell and, and uh uh Eric Larson. Steve Wacker, who's the, the editor uh over at Marvel, one of the editors over at Marvel, went on record saying the changes that were made or part one of the changes that were made for Captain Marvel and her costume was because his daughter wanted to be Captain Marvel and he wanted to he wanted Captain Marvel to have a costume that he felt like his daughter could wear as opposed you to You think the, with a name like Wacker he would have been cool with the whole <laughs> But but you know so so you know, Miss Marvel, the the you know, uh, friggin', friggin', uh, oh damn it, what's uh, Carol Danvers, Miss yeah. you know Carol Carol Danvers' original costume as Miss Marvel was something that he thought like he wouldn't want his daughter wearing that, and so he went to the the powers that be at Marvel and made a suggestion. And they were with it, and now you have the the Captain Marvel costume that we have today, which I think is an awesome costume. I mean, I I love that costume. It it kicks butt. Unfortunately, it, it about... was it was now you have a grown woman wearing clothes that were designed for an eight year old. Well, they're not designed for an eight year old. They just because realistically, the 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 suit, the costume doesn't look like. It's a. It doesn't look like pajamas or anything like that. It actually not only does it look like a kick butt superhero costume, but it has accents that really play to the original Captain Marvel. So and that here's the thing about that, uh, uh-huh. Larry. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, Stephen Wacker, if that's his real name. <laughs> if that is your real name, like he he clearly doesn't know what he's working for because he didn't change. Captain Marvel's costume, they changed the whole Captain Marvel. So that whole change is brought up by her change in rank and her change in title. Yeah, yeah. It like it, it comes it's like a natural progression. Right. It's like the, you know, they didn't change Miss Marvel. They changed, you know, there's a new Captain Marvel. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think it was done very masterfully and that's why right. it's one of those things that's where to Marvel. when when mm-hmm. that change happened, it's not like there was no uproar. Nobody was like, oh, well, Captain Marvel's... It's not like I was Thor. Captain Marvel's a dude. Or it wasn't like, you know, or the people were like, oh, why are you covering up Miss Marvel or all of a sudden? It was just like, oh, she's different now, and, and people went with it. You know, I'm actually a big, a big Carol Danvers fan myself. So, um, 
like she's a great character. Uh, yeah, and I, I just I feel so bad that I haven't read that book. It's a good book, she's Captain Marvel. I know it is. I mean, Matt Fraction's writing it. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where, um, but we know for a fact that that was part of the reason, or at least now we know that that was part yeah. of the reason for that change. But now, I don't think... now he ruined it for me. <laughs> but but that's the whole thing where it's like you don't ever really know what the reasoning behind something is. I mean, you can we can all speculate, but realistically, it could have just been uh, David Finch like saying, you know what, I just want to try something new. Now, why you want to try something so drastic when you're dealing with Wonder Woman? I don't know. Because personally, I think her costume is fine. It like the changes should be subtle in my opinion. But again, I'm just one person. That's just one person's opinion, and apparently people have more. I know J. Scott Campbell was like, right. you know, if if you don't want you know, heaving cleavage of Wonder Woman, you can still have a classic Wonder Woman costume and it doesn't have to be that. And then he drew it and yeah. put it out there for people to see. Which I know, Joe, you, you saw that costume yeah. redesign. What'd you think of that? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's J. Scott Campbell. I loved it. It's J. Scott Campbell. And it, it looks it looks like a Wonder Woman costume. It, it has some some changes. But the essence of it is there. Uh, and, you know, her... It her, even had that spiky skirt thing. Right. It had the, and, but her leg, her legs were out. Uh, her her shoulders and the top of her chest were out, but there was no cleavage showing. It was like covered by the W, and so you know you see her her neckline or whatnot. And you know I don't know that like it was interesting though. I will note that I don't in, with his with his comments, and I, I have to f- see if I can find them. He did say something about like her feminine neckline or like you know like a. It was it was something where I was like, oh, like, I feel like that's why the like some of the women is like comments like that that make it feel like some of the women are kind of like, no, we want to, we want to cover it up. Uh, you, you know, when when those women buy you know all sixteen covers to that Gen thirteen, <laughs> when they buy those, they can say something, but about J. Scott Campbell. Cause was it was it like twenty five covers of that, Larry? You know, you're a Wildstorm guy. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of them. It said like, he said like he he was pointing out the different J. Scott Campbell's pointing out the different areas on why that re the his redesign like the the I guess the points that he felt made it a better choice. And yeah. one of them was he said tasteful level of exposed skin skin to show off womanly athletic form without resorting. To cleavage or thong, etc. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Like, I honestly like both costumes. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, I can see that. Exhibit A. <laughs> like, if there's anything, any kind of misogyny or anything going on, is that nobody talks shit when Spider Man had all those costumes in big time. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Remember in Big Time when, when Spider-Man had like five different costumes? Yeah, yeah, he was changing them up all the time. Yeah, nobody said nothing. Well, I don't know if that's true. Some people, there's some people that they made Legos out of those. They did make Legos out of those. I know a lot of people hated the Future Foundation costume. That's true. No. So now, uh, I thought that all. I thought that we were. 
at the whole women shouldn't have to cover up to appease like so that men don't feel uncomfortable around them or uh look if if you get aroused because you can't handle looking at a woman then that's your problem not mine but are we going the other are we going the other direction now where yeah i think i think that's that's i i don't think that that well no it's women's stuff that that whole level of of security as a society, we're not ready for apparently because we, we were there for we were there for a good eight months. <laughs> we're not ready. Well, no, the, the thing I is, I was all um, happy. Like, the, if it, look, if you see a, a woman at a uh, at Comic Con uh, dressed up as Psylocke, then don't look at you. It's not your right to look at her. And I agree. Don't stare. Like just be, just because you see an attractive woman uh, with boobs doesn't mean. That you need to go crazy, and that's your like. If you do, don't blame the woman because you can't uh, you can't control your hormones. But now, what you're just saying is, look, we want to cover cover them up. We don't want we don't want any exposed cleavage. We don't want like that's the opposite of what we were at. Yeah, I see. Uh, Anime Lex 13s in chat. She says, Wonder Woman was fine. I am not offended at all. Yeah. I don't get what you have against the blades. The blades are dumb. I don't, like, why didn't she just use a sword? Well, oh, yeah, I, I keep forgetting those blades. That's, that is dumb. I don't, like, what, like, the blades like that don't, don't really work on many people. Like, there's, there's very few people that stuff like that actually looks good on. And it's like. Only men, right? No, no, I'm not even men. There's a lot of men that have stuff like that, and it looks ridiculous. It, like it, who? Shoo. Uh, friggin' Shatterstar. Um, who else? Friggin' Adam X. Uh, like, I guess a lot of X-Men, apparently. No, but it's like, you know, I mean, I can understand. All the ones that, all the ones that, Lars, that Liefeld created? <laughs> well, you guys know that this this whole conversation is moot, is, is moot because... Uh, as soon as that movie comes out, she uh, Wonder Woman comic book is going is going is going is going to whatever costume the movie character is is uh, is, is sporting. That's true, but who knows? I mean, like this might this might signal that this is the direction that the movie might go into. Yeah, come on, how many like, times I know have we've we seen a Wonder Woman com- a Wonder Woman costume change, and then a few months later, it's it just slowly. Flows back to the classic look. That's that's how it always goes. I, you know, I would agree with you, but I feel like they are sticking to these Batman and Superman costumes, and I know they're not changed as much. But I've been waiting for the red underpants or the the black or the dark blue underpants to come back, and they sure haven't. They're sticking to these pants, and I'm just like, why? Why do you want underpants? It's what they look like. Uh, they look fine. I mean, if you if you want people in regular pants, but I'm just well, saying, like, it, it, let me put it like this: the way that Superman and Batman's thigh muscles bulge seems strange to me with the type of pants that they have on. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It's true. When they were wearing when they were wearing underwear on the outside, it made more sense to me. Like that that distinction. 
But when you have like flat, <laughs> when you have flat pants, and then all of a sudden that leg muscle bulges out, I'm kind of like, well, what kind of pants are those? It's okay, I can stop the, listening now. The thing about you're the ridiculous. They they add color and kind of distract the eye from shit like that. Wait, what does? The the underpants like the red yeah. there, just yeah. having red there kind of changes like yeah it, it's a contrast yeah and it's the classic like su- the best superhero costumes have like a matte aspect to it and then they have like the glossy aspect to it and that was where that would that's one of those places that would happen in the batman and superman costumes where you know the the blue like if you're talking about superman the blue was the matte and the red is the gloss you know yeah. And that's the same thing that would happen in Batman too. The gray is the matte, and the blue is the gloss, and so they contrast with one another in a way. And that, even in even uh-huh. in the comics, like they don't do just black; they do yeah. black and gray. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, there was a reason for those underpants. They weren't just some guy that's like, man, I love the way to see guys wearing underwear. I mean, maybe there were too. I don't know, but there was a reason, or at least artistically they ended up being a reason and i mean every now and then we, we all know that already okay but what, what, what i'm saying is i know personally i read batman comic books and every so often it seems strange to me how it just goes from that like gray patch in that crotch area to the random leg muscles it just it seems unnatural a little bit like there should be more of a a separate. I mean, because if you look at your own pants, your no, no pants you wear do that. You could pull up. You could pull up yoga pants. You know what I'm saying? And a guy's wearing yoga pants, and it doesn't. It doesn't do that. Like it's like it's weird. It's different. And I understand that it's okay. I mean, it's a comic book. It's not supposed to mimic reality, <laughs> but at the same time, for some reason, those pants help me believe. More so, <laughs> even it sounds ridiculous to even me when I say it now. But it's true though; those pants help me buy those little underpants help me buy the practicality of the costumes more. Because Batman, even though you know we all wear belts and straight pants or whatever, you know, like just regular pants, it's like our pants don't do what Batman's pants do in those comic books. Even though Capullo's art is fantastic, sometimes it's just like, well, those pants should be doing something different. I think. The end. You're welcome. Um, in for the sense of equality, should we talk about Superman's new costume? Does Superman have a new costume too? Oh, you didn't see that. That now, that, now you know what? That is the biggest proof of sexism. This entire thing. That comment right there. I didn't know. No one told me about yeah. it. Well, that's that's. I mean, that's why I'm I'm bringing it up for equality. You know, yeah. because you know, I, I embrace diversity. Let's see what Superman's new costume looks like. It looks like Frank Castle was the last time at Krypton. Wait, what? It looks like Frank Castle is the last son of Krypton. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like Superman like, of all the heroes really should just be wearing shorts and a tank top. I mean, yeah, he can wear whatever he wants. Like but as soon like as soon as they start putting any kind of armor on him, it's like 
or anything that looks hard, you know, like or padding. It's like stop. It's Superman. Where where can can you put it in the chat? Because I mean, it's on our our news feed on Facebook. Oh, it is. Oh wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't see it. Like, didn't our community manager tell you about our news? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, I love it. He's all he's all off mic. What? What? You see what I'm talking about with the yoga pants, Joe? Nah, you're wrong. Like you're, the you're, yoga pants I saw. You're looking at women. You need to look no, at men. I am the picture. One of the picture here should be men. <laughs> because none the, of these pictures are going to be men. Nope. The clip. The thumbnail I clicked on was four men standing side by side in yoga pants. What in the hell? Oh my god! Joe's got the dark part of the internet. That fro rizzle. See, like now we're at fat. See, you see what happened? You messed up, Joe. Here it is. Okay, but you see, you see what I'm talking about? No. You see how the like see how the bulge? Now I'm talking about the leg muscles here, not not any other bulge. <laughs> about the leg muscles. You see how it's all like one pant? It doesn't like there's not like an actual muscle coming. I have to stop looking at this picture. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> back to the okay. The back to the oversized woman in the yoga pants. That's better. Better. Okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. But yeah. But like, see, look at how his leg just bulges. His legs in his yoga pants. That's his stomach. That's not Joe. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can get to our Facebook news feed so that I can see the yoga pants. The yoga pants, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I can see the friggin' Superman costume. <laughs> I look it's gonna be it's gonna be Superman in yoga pants. I'm like, damn it. I'd like I done predicted the future. <laughs> Did you find it yet or no? I'm I'm getting there right now. Uh, you can you know you can just Google like Superman new no, costume. I did that first and it didn't come up. Is it the black one? No, it's the one that I showed you with the the where he's holding pieces of the cape in his hand. Did you show that to me? Yeah, I we remember us talking about it. When did you guys yeah. do that? Um, when, when we were, were waiting late for you. In your own house. Oh. I was working. What do you want from me? Working don't pay the bills. <laughs> it it actually does. It pays the bills literally. Uh, where is where is this costume? Is it is there a picture of the costume? Yeah, they released it. But I'm talking about in our Facebook feed. Well, there's a news story when they debuted the costume. Oh wait, hold week. on. Will Superman's secret identity be revealed? In, no, that's not it, right? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm oh, do you know who the designer was? Is that it? Which one is it? No, I'm at, oh, uh, you're asking Moses. Yeah, because if I type that into the search engine, I should get it. Nah. Type type in uh, I'll go to web. Superman new costume CBR maybe. 
where's Tiger Claw at? He hasn't put up eight links by now. No, that's slipping. Yeah, slipping. yeah. All right, here I'll get. I'll, I'll put you the link in. In. I'm looking in the chat. In, I see Xenocore says, "Screw Carol Danvers, Monica Rambeau for the win." I'm not mad at that. Who? Right. Captain Marvel or Photon. <laughs> uh. They need to change her costume. Anime Lex says they are stretch. They are stretchy, skinny jeans. Laughing my ass off. That is what they are. They are stretchy, skinny jeans. You haven't seen it yet. No, I'm. I think she's talking about the like Batman and Superman's outfits. No, she's now. talking about the new Superman costume. Oh, oh I think I found the article. I, yeah. I sent it in Skype. Oh, I'll go look. I will. I will look in Skype then. You found it, Joe? Um, it's, the page is loading. <laughs> the page is loading. As we sit in rapt silence with bated breath to see the new Superman costume. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to like it. Cause... I'm telling you, it's Frank Castle, the last son of Krypton. That does sound kind of cool, though. It, it is cool. That's a bad John Romita Jr., picture of Superman right there. They're I... all bad John Romita Jr. pictures. <laughs> he looks he looks hungry. Doesn't he look hungry in that picture? Like that fool's like he's he's I guess he's angry and flying away, but he looks like he needs a sandwich. Did you look at the picture I put in? Mm-hmm. It's loading. He does look hungry. Yeah. The it says no. <laughs> the page is unresponsive. <laughs> it says no. Okay, I'm gonna reload it. Maybe it all our. Chat. Thank you. Oh wait, hold on. Maybe, maybe all our listeners are clicking at it at the same time. That's what it is. All the the millions and millions of our listeners. We done broke the internet like Kim Kardashian. That's Why is sexy. Kanye continually posting naked pictures of his wife? What is up with that? Because he's a douche. Lots of people do that. What post pictures of Kanye West's wife? Yeah. What is what is this uh What is this picture of Superman? <laughs> it's it's Superboy, right? That's a Superboy costume. Isn't it? It's the Action Comics costume without the cape. Right. He doesn't like Frank Castle. Why why is he so angry? What's happening? Cause... I, that's what I'm telling you. Frank Castle last on the Krypton. There was. Oh there was yeah, Frank I remember you showing me this. There's Frank and Castle, and now there's Super Castle. I mean, you can't be mad at that. It it, it doesn't look like a costume. It's just like he just woke up and decided <laughs> to go outside and fight some crime. I'm just saying, like he could just be a Superman fan. It's like the put Earth One. Put on some jeans. Go kick some butt. And then he's with next to Wonder Woman with that with that costume. <laughs> it's like, you know what? DC's like, we give up. <laughs> like they're like, you know what? We don't know what to do. Don't you feel like that Superman would tuck in his shirt though? Like, I, I feel like Superman would tuck in his shirt into the jeans. Old Fifty Two Superman would tuck in his T-shirt into jeans. Shit, he'd be wearing a polo Superman shirt. Can can you friggin' show that much muscle definition on a t-shirt? 
Yes. I want to show that yeah. much muscle definition through a t-shirt. You yeah. never seen me you in a t-shirt? <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> it's like I'm going to stop eating. <laughs> Just why not? I'm going to I'm going to go on the John Romita Jr. Superman diet. <laughs> Just be hungry and fly around. I don't know. So what do you think? You like it? You love it? I mean, it, there's nothing to like. It's like it's the opposite. It's it's literally not a superhero costume. And so, okay, whatever. It's like it doesn't look bad because it looks like regular clothes. Like if you if 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 I went to my into my bedroom and that was laying there on my bed, I'd put that on. <laughs> Superman is showing a lot more skin than uh, Wonder Woman is. <laughs> like, he is. Wonder Woman is wearing a high neck collar to the point where it's like, wow, can't I, even. You can't. You can't even see the bottom of her neck. You know she's covered hot. up. She is. You know she's hot. She's like, you know what? I wish I had my bikini. Is that cosplay, Joe? That you're looking at right there? Yeah. That's One a- of the links on the page had a best cosplay this week, so I thought I'd check it out. Like, there's a Ranma. So Can I see Ranma. What, what we're looking at right now is this Nightcrawler, though. That Nightcrawler is amazing. Oh, that's so adorable. It's friggin' Thanos, baby Thanos, and, and friggin' Proxima Midnight. Wow, she's raising that kid right. His face is purple. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, <laughs> gonna burn off his follicles. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Is Rama like... I know Rama's classic, but are there people that are like... Are there new Rama fans? Not to my no. knowledge. Man, that's crazy. Which is why I wanted to see it. Like, Rama, really? That's really interesting. Is she Samus? She's Asuka. Asuka Langley, so are you? Gotcha. Evangelion. She is that. Oh, nice. But anyway, yeah. I well, I don't know, man. I don't know what to. T- I don't even know what to say to DC at this point. That's like well, and that's why I wanted to like emphasize at the beginning because I thought you had seen the Superman costume. Mm-hmm. That I'm okay with them making stupid decisions. I just don't have to buy the shit, you know? Right. Because it's just they they you know year after year, month after month, really. They they just make a bunch of stupid calls. Yeah, you know they don't cancel and, Swamp Thing. They, yeah, I ain't even mad at that. Like that shit was going good, so the cancel it before it gets bad. Before <laughs> he's fucking oh, there's a there's a vocal minority that wants Swamp Thing with big tits, big cabbage tits. <laughs> wait, so, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> cabbage. Like, th- they canceled it before there's a vocal minority that wants big cabbage tits on uh, on something. I know I'm going to start reading Wonder Woman at issue 41. They got a new fan. I mean, I liked Wonder Woman anyway, but... You don't like no ha- Wonder Woman. I did. The character... I read, I read New Teenage Wonder Woman and I got... I was bored after one issue. Now that I'm done. I like the character. I mean, she had a rough start with this new 52. <laughs> I liked her. I liked her starting the new 52, and then she got bad, and now she's got worse again. First off, the art in the new 52, the, when it first started, was bad. 
And then she was naked for no reason. Like, just gratuitous, unnecessary nudity. And the story was just strange. It, yeah. It had a rough start. Okay. You're not gonna... You're not gonna but I like Finch. <laughs> I like Finch. <laughs> and, uh... I like this new costume. Okay. Oh. Well, enjoy it while it lasts, because it's going to be gone in a few months. Yeah, you say that, but One, they could be refilming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like, I, t- I tell you what. I tell you what right now. If the movie Wonder Woman shows up in this costume, like, I'm going to say something audible in the theater. Like, I, I will mess around and... I, I might curse out loud or something. I feel like so, I don't know, man. I gotta. I, I'm gonna think hard about what the proper response to what. Like, I'm gonna come up with the perfect, the perfect response to movie Wonder Woman being in that costume to the point where I'm gonna be hoping <laughs> that she shows up in this costume because I would be like, man, I just want to say this thing. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm a. Cu- I'll take suggestions, you guys. You I'm know. more upset if Superman shows up in t-shirt, t-shirt and jeans, or Wonder Woman in that costume. A Wonder Woman in that costume, definitely. Like Superman in the t-shirt and jeans. Like I feel like I've been conditioned to accept that at this point. Because, yeah, that's Superboy. Yeah, yeah. Su- Superboy, and then like Superman in Action Comics when he first comes on the scene in the New Fifty Two wore that. And so, I actually don't like the black. Logo, the black inside of the S. Yeah. Mm. What What is it about it you don't like? It just looks wrong to me. Mm. So Kingdom Come. It symbolizes hope. Yeah, Kingdom Come was wrong to me. <clears throat> Dude, we were talking about Wonder Woman, and so I pulled her up on Wikipedia, and the first picture they show is this Alex Ross picture of her, mm-hmm. and it was stunning. Yeah. Like. I don't often feel that way about his art, especially when he's drawing people. You're crazy, Joe. You're, you know you're the only person that feels that way, right? I'm yeah, like, you know, I'm cool okay. with being an individual. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. It like, happens. It's like, you know, known for, like, he draws people photorealistic. Like they're, like, they're like, man, he makes us feel like superheroes are real. He makes me feel like Shuma Gorath is real. <laughs> so, uh, we were talking about uh, when... Derek H. brought up that, you know, people are starting to tell artists how to do their work now. And it, they just, you know, news just released that proven Derek's point. It, Raphael's Albuquerque's cover Joker variant for Batgirl uh-huh. just got canceled. Oh, yeah? What was wrong with it? Yeah. They didn't, I, I don't know. It's, he, um, basically, Joker is smearing blood on. Batgirl's mouth in the smile, and uh, I guess that's what's wrong with it. I put the link in. In yeah, I'm pulling it up now. That's the link to the actual picture, and uh, I'll send you the link to the news article right now. Uh, you know what? The article came up. Oh wait. Oh, the article. Yeah, the article came up. Oh, okay. So okay, so the one where he's. Like it looks like he's making the smile and like blood or whatever across her mouth. Yeah, and they're like, "Nope, that that what is too suggestive." Like it's like they're like, "Why does she have to be getting dominated by a man or what?" I don't. What's the problem? 
I that's that's the thing. Like it just got canceled. Like what what do you make out of it? Because she looks scared. I mean, it's the Joker. She's supposed to look scared, right? No, no, she's not. She's supposed to be strong. She can be strong and be scared, right? She looks terrified. I agree. If you're not, if you're not afraid, it doesn't mean you're not strong. It means you're not stupid. (laughs) He's the Joker. I heard that. I heard he can't die. I heard he's been around for millions of years. That's the only thing I can think of because it's not suggest it's not sexually suggestive in any way. It's just I guess the characterization of her. It's I mean everything yeah. Well the article says it was Albuquerque that wanted it removed. Did you say why? I'm trying to read it. Oh. Uh but um <laughs> Well, people, there was a backlash. He says, my intention was never to hurt or upset anyone through my art. Uh, for that reason, I have recommended to DC that the variant cover be pulled. Is it, man, what's going on? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, is there some kind of like, like, uh, latent kind of rape thing going on there that we don't understand? Is, is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, Larry, Larry, I'm getting sick of it. Like the the actual environment to actually entertain and make people laugh, because it's, it's happening in comedy too, where you're afraid of what you say in comedy clubs because people got these phones and put it on YouTube without context. Like the whole thing, the whole atmosphere, and it, it ever it started when Janet Jackson showed her breasts at the Super Bowl. Like that's ever what it started. Since then, that's that's when everybody. That's when the, the 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 kooks, the puritanical kooks, sided with the religious right, and that's when everything went to hell. And that's when it started going on that road, man. Huh? It looks like the problem isn't even the cover; it's what the cover represents. <laughs> what does that mean, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not the cover, the and it's like it's what it represents. What does it represent? It represents uh, Barbara Gordon being used as like the woman in ref- in the refrigerator type uh, type plot device in the story, where she's only in the story uh, to symbolize her sexual assault, uh, and then she disappears. So the so the only reason she's there is not because of her character. Is just to victimize her. Okay, but then then that's the problem with the issue, not with the cover, right? No, basically, what they're saying is because that happened in the killing joke, it, doing the cover kind of brings that memories of that, and so it just makes people uncomfortable because of that particular scene in the killing joke issue. So because of something somebody else did before, because that makes you remember that, then this guy can't be an artist anymore. Right. That I don't understand. Like, wh- wait, what? So the problem with the killing joke is that Barbara Gordon was a victim? Of sexual assault. Well, no, no. She wasn't a victim of sexual assault in the killing joke, right? Yeah. Joker, Joker does something to her in the killing joke? He strips Sex- her naked and takes pictures of her. That is sexual assault. 
It's not right, oh, no, no, per no, no. se, but... I, it, I hear you on that's that. that Japanese porn that Joe watches. <laughs> no, no, I'm like with he, you. I, he, he, he stripped two layers of skin off his cock to that. And that's not the only Japanese no. porn I watch. <laughs> no. I watch lots of porn. No, I was I was just thinking that he shot... I thought he shot her in Killing Joke. Yeah, he, did, he shot well, her, too. then he undressed her, and he took pictures of her naked body and sent them to Jim. Okay. So it's kind of that part that people are like, you know, it's kind of skeevy and. Well, you he's, know. like, that's the thing, though. He's if the you're joker. telling a story about a very bad guy, like a, a criminal, like, he has to do very bad things. Yeah. And so when he does those bad things, you can't say, well, we don't want him to, we don't want to know how bad he is. Like, well, no, you got to kind of have to know how bad he is. I mean, I could understand why you would say we don't want to see that kind of we don't want to see that kind of our our heroes, our female heroes we don't want to see them in those kinds of situations anymore. I could totally understand that, you know, like where you're like, that's not the kind of we don't want to see that happen to them. Especially like, you know when you're talking about like Batgirl and because she's iconic too but but then the but but the, the, but, but that's not happening on this cover. Like it's just because it did happen, and it reminds people of that that this cover is like no good. Well, and it's not even people that are sick, or I guess some people, but <laughs> they're not people now, Joe. Really, they're not people. <laughs> Barely people. It's like it's Raphael Albert. Like I would feel differently about this if it was DC mm-hmm. that was like, no, we can't do this mm-hmm. but it's Raphael it's like someone was like hey you know I'm, well, I'm kind of not cool with your cover because of this and he's like you know what I didn't know I didn't think about it that way you know to me it's just that, an iconic wait Mo I'm talking it's just kind of like an iconic story and I wanted to kind of bring that back but I didn't realize you were like that about it and so you know what you know I'm sorry I offended you. Let me go ahead and take this off the shelf. Almost similar to the uh, apology you got for the Batgirl LBGYT. I don't know what that acronym is. Um, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the alts. Right. Um, kind of like, you know, we didn't know you were going to take it that way, but, you know, since you are, we're going to note it. And he's like, you know... I don't need this cover to be out that badly if it's going to offend people. So I'm cool with them doing that. Okay. I mean, I love this cover, personally. Looks, yeah, it looks awesome. I'm not cool with him doing that because I don't believe that he's doing it in the way that Joe is mm. Oh, I'm just doing what the... I'm just going by what the Story article... Says how the article right. puts it like if albuquerque called me up and he was like no nah, i really was pressured into doing it i don't want to then i would be definitely on the other side of it you don't because think he saw what happened before to other artists right and said i don't exactly. want any, any part of that sorry i didn't hear you that... he they you basically said he saw what happened to what what's happened in the past in, a, in the near future in the near past and he said you know what I, I'm not going to be a part of that. That's not going to happen to me. So I'm going to get out in front of this. Oh, I don't know. Let him tell me. And I'll switch sides. Like, I mean, I mean, it's not a huge issue to me. 
because I love the killing joke. I think it's a great story. It shows how evil, like, it really is one of the most fucked up the Joker's ever been. And, yeah, he's just a creepy fucking dude. Like, and that really showcases it. And it sucks what happened to Barbara. And I definitely do understand the women in refrigerators thing. Because, for women, it's almost like how, you know, blacks just aren't well represented. Like, yeah. I, I get that. Like, Yeah, they're played, they're played for, as victims in a lot of ways. Right. So, I'm not trying to sweep anybody else's pain under the rug. But, uh, yeah, just let him tell me, you know, flip sides. But if it's his choice. Yeah, I right. would love this cover, though. Yeah, it's a kick. Like, it's a kick. It's a kick you know slow. what I'm going to do? Nope. Is I'm going to get the Batgirl 41 white cover <laughs> and have him draw that for me. <laughs> that would be awesome. He's like, can you do that cover, please? Thanks. Well, I was telling you how I learned how to bootleg white cover. Right. So I can just put any art I want in it. Right. So I'm going to do that. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah, I, I will say this. Uh, I'm all for for the world trying to to relate and trying to uh, like be more empathetic to other people and and whatever it is that their issues are. I will say that I don't like I don't I don't know what the controversy is for this cover, and I don't you know I don't. I think it's unfortunate that if it's as ambiguous as it seems to me right now, that we lost out on this because that's it's it's something I would have bought because <laughs> it's just it's a it's a kick butt cover, and so you know hey but I mean it's not the end it's not the end of the world by any means it's not like I'm gonna go home or stay here and cry about it. <laughs> but, no, but Larry, the thing is, it could have been the end of his world if it would have came out. And people just flipped yeah, out. That's true. Because he makes he makes his money not just from like the comics is yeah, but him doing like commissions and stuff. Yeah. Like if that dries up, and, th- and that's why I feel it's a pre- preemptive action. That yeah. He, a preemptive action that he shouldn't have had to, had to take. No, I agree with you. It, it, that's you know, I, yeah, it's expression, it's art. Yeah, I and, mean, at the know. very least, at the very least, I think part of. The whole thing is, you know, you have to be able to articulate your pain to a certain degree. You know, you have to let people know where it is you're coming from. And it's not to say that you're, you, you know, the fact that, that you're uh, you're hurting or that you don't like it isn't enough. It's just one of those things where you can't say, well, you're supposed to understand if you don't give somebody the opportunity to try or give them something to try to understand. You know, because Lord knows, it's like you could just be in a bad mood. <laughs> you could do some. Sometimes it's like that where you're just like, ah, I just don't want to deal with it. But yeah, huh? That's crazy. Okay, we we uh, we should go on a quick break, I guess, huh? And then come back because we got other stuff that we should be doing. We got. I mean, I know there's more news. Got to rush through. I know. We yeah, yeah. There's more news, and then we're supposed to talk about. Uh, uh, friggin' comical psychosomatic medicine and powers. Uh, so this is Fantastic Forum. 
only on allgames.com. And we'll be back in like two minutes. Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. Um, yeah. So, here we go. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get through. We only have a little bit of time. So, we're going to start. Uh, let's, let's go to our review of the anime, uh, Comical Psychosomatic Medicine. Jay. Yes. What, 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 you hit me to this. You're like, watch this. And I did. Right. Well, you have a degree in psychology. I do. So. Not that that makes me a psychologist or anything, but I do have a degree in psychology. Right. I earned it. And since it's about psychology, I thought, yeah, you should t- check it out. Yeah. What, what, what is this about, Joe? <laughs> what? Well, how would you describe it? 
Um, it's basically just talking about psychosomatic illnesses and what causes them and how to treat them. <laughs> Word. And, I mean, for those that, for, for those that don't know, when you have a, a psychosomatic illness, I mean, the whole, the whole idea is that it's an illness that, like, there's nothing physically wrong with you. It's all psychological. So, it, you do have, or I should say this, you do have physical symptoms, but they're not being caused by any type of physical, um, no type of physical reason. They're being caused by, usually, a, a mental reason. So that's what a psychosomatic illness is. And what, why, what is this, why does this anime exist, Joe? <laughs> why, why is that? That's the question. I think that's the, the $100,000 question right there. Like, why do you think this anime exists? Um, you know, I could not tell you why it exists exactly. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's important to mention, though, that it's it's one of the the short form, yeah, it's a short form, and that's something that you know you've been talking to me about too. Basically saying how, I mean, th- that's kind of been a trend, or one of the bigger trends lately, right? And I forgot what the run run time of these are. I think they're like nine minutes, give or take. Uh huh. And so, so yeah, it's like a lot of these short form from nine minutes to three minutes. Um, there's actually one show that was like two to three minutes that went on for like four seasons mm. about tennis, kind of. <laughs> okay. Kind of, I love it. So, I cannot tell you exactly why it exists, but I can say it exists. Okay, I'm looking into chat. Uh, Tari Claus says every time they say psychosomatic, prodigy comes to mind. LOL. Which prodigy? Is he talking about like the rapper? Or no, is he talking about the no, X Men character? No. Um, Which prodigy? No, he's talking about the, the band. Right, you know. They did Firestarter. Oh, got you. I like Firestarter. They have a song called Psychosomatic? Or just no, a line? it's a lyric. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. Hex says, Yo, fuck, Prince of Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I'm assuming that's the name of the anime. No. Oh. That's a different anime. Oh. Well, like, I'm like, the anime I was talking about is a gag comedy about tennis. The Prince of Tennis is a serious anime about tennis. I've lost my handle on chat. I don't know what's happening in there anymore. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. So, but yeah. So, the comical psychosomatic medicine is basically a short form anime with a doctor and a nurse explaining one psychosomatic illness and its causes and its possible its possible uh uh cures right one at a time and both the the nurse and the doctor are a little off kilter so they're on some other stuff right it's a gag comedy yeah it's weird <laughs> i mean that's how i felt about it i was like and I understand why people would watch it. Like, I get it. Especially considering, like, you know, short form-wise, it's kind of like, okay. Like, it's not like it's not entertaining. And and it actually gives some information that's, like, valuable. Like, if you want to know, like, it's almost like if The Daily Show did a, a segment on erectile dysfunction. 
you know and it's like you're gonna get some good information actually and you're gonna laugh at the same time Mm-hmm. because you know they they talked about erectile dysfunction and some of the stuff they said was true i don't know about all of it but some of it definitely i know i enjoyed it <laughs> i just thought it was funny and i did like the info they had uh i watched one on erectile dysfunction and one on pedophiles the pedophile was one, the one was on hilarious. Was hilarious? <laughs> yeah, that one was hilarious. It was it was actually pretty funny. It was a little weird, but it was funny too. <laughs> and it was it kind was. of like one of those things where, you know, uh it makes you understand why the DSM four may need a little bit of updating. <laughs> where you're just like, yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> Maybe maybe we do need to go ahead and like think about how it is we define pedophilia and why, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, I can say it's a pretty successful manga and uh Oh, it is? Yeah, it started out as a manga. Mm-hmm. It reads uh is it up to sh- volume 11. Is it a short manga too? That I can't tell you, friend. That's okay. But um, volume 11 reached 41st place in the charts and sold over 18,000 copies. That's good stuff. So I guess it made sense to make it into an anime. Okay. So, I mean, what what do you think is the some of the like highlights or some of the, the finer points of why people should check out comical psychosomatic medicine. Well, if you like gag comedies, it's a good one. I like gag comedies. They're funny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you get some good info. Yeah. <laughs> good, hilarious info. Good, hilarious info. There it is. You can learn to take how to take care of your ED right from the jump. What was the cure? You can also learn you might not be a pedophile. <laughs> Wait, I, it's hilarious because I like that Moses is like, well, what was the cure? And then Joe's like, you might not be a pedophile. And it's like, oh. It's like uh, well, that's how Joe found out he wasn't a pedophile? I, I, hope, I hope this isn't resonating with our audience. <laughs> like, I, hope, I hope no one in our audience is like, damn, so I might not be a pedophile and I can figure out how to get rid of this erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Now, like, that's the guy that I'm like, I don't want to meet that fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening and you're like, well, why don't you want to meet me, Mary Young? I like, I'm sorry. I don't. If, if you don't know, I can't tell you. Do they have an episode where they explain why you can't get it up when you're with kids? I hope not. No. But they're only on episode three, so. Oh, are there only three episodes? Right now. It's uh, on... Uh, the site, um, it's a, uh, uh, what do they call it? Currently airing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's another word for it. Oh, Syndication? Simulcast? Yeah. Yes, a simulcast. Oh, gotcha. So Good we're job, getting Moses. it at the same time as they are. Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, because it's on Crunchyroll, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> and they're pretty good at it. Oh yeah, I I mean I haven't had the joy of paying fourteen bucks a month for it, but 
if they really sell me on it, it's like, man, I need more money. It's such a joy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So cool. I guess. Uh, so, did they give you the cure for ED or not? Uh, I mean, as far as psychosomatic is concerned, they talked about your stress levels and how that could be a part oh. of it. And they also talked yeah. about the fact that, I mean, you very well could just be tired of the person that you're with. And it's like, it's not, you know, you think you have a physical problem, but the reality is you just don't want to be with that person anymore. And so, therefore, you cannot perform. And they give okay. you the cure for pedophilia. <laughs> Which yeah, is I don't need that. drugs well, in prison. The thing is, I, I prescribed the cure to my brother when he was talking about ED. What? And I told him, well, you, you hate your wife and you, you're not earning enough. So you feel like less of a man. And, you know, that, according to the anime, I'm right. <laughs> so you, so did, did he get divorced and get a better job and start, and start getting back up? Well, yeah. Well, once he just all he really did, he just left his wife and started banging somebody else. Nah, <laughs> there it is. Thanks, comical psychosomatic medicine. <laughs> Actually, that was all me. Thanks, that, like, comical psychosomatic ago. Moses. Moses and see what I did there, Moses and. So what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Comical psychosomatic Moses Magnum. Listen. Leave that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's talk about powers. All hey, right. You guys, you ready for that, Moses? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You heard Moses. Nah. Moses, why don't, why, don't you, why don't you tell the people what powers is? And then tell them what what your initial impression of it was. Uh, okay, Powers is a comic book originally published by Image. It was a crime noir slash procedural comic uh, slash murder mystery dealing with uh, people with superpowers and a uh, superpowered homicide division or superpower crime division in the police department. And right. the show is basically an adaptation of that, but they take a, a, a good amount of liberty. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So and what... it's, on, it's on the PlayStation Network, so if you don't have PlayStation Plus, you have to pay per episode, I think. Is that what it is? Um, you can pay per episode, or you can buy the whole season. Okay. Uh, do you know the prices on it at all? I believe it's twenty four ninety nine for HD, and uh, don't quote me on this. I believe it's nineteen ninety nine for SD. Is it not free if you have a PlayStation Plus thing? Yeah. If, we, is, if you have yeah. Plus, it's free. But if you don't, then it's twenty four ninety nine for the HD season. And don't quote me, nineteen ninety nine for SD. Why? Why? Why do people? Why do they give you SD offerings anymore? Like, shouldn't it all be HD? Some it, people it's just for price. I'm saying, like, shouldn't it just be HD and you meet it in the middle somewhere? Like, you know what? We're not going to charge anybody nineteen ninety nine, and if you're like twenty five is too much, then let's just charge twenty three and everyone gets HD. 
Like when you buy music, nah. you don't get like uh, the good, the good sounding version, and then the scratched, like, <laughs> the scratched jumpy version for less money. I just like, oh. all I'm saying is like I know at this point everyone has an HD TV because I have one. So like I was, I was like one of the last ones. Like I would like the mono version of this shot. <laughs> like I just don't understand it. Like at this, at this point, like who's the person that's like, oh, they only have it in HD. <laughs> Like, I want a radio dub of Sergeant Peppers. <laughs> right. But then your mom, isn't her TV like standard definition? My mom's TV is, it, one of the TVs she watches is standard definition. So but, for like but her, she also doesn't buy stuff online. Right. If exactly. she wants to watch Powers, you know, why should she pay more for HD? Because. If she has her, her PS4 hooked up to it. <laughs> to, her, to her SD TV. She got like a. Uh, she got like the little, uh, those little claws that go in the back. She just screwed it to the back of the TV. What are, I don't even remember what those things are called. What are those things called? They oh, they're be best on, forgotten. They used to be on the Nintendo. Remember? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. RF, the RF adapter RF. box. The RF adapter. Yeah. There it is. She got the RF adapter for oh, the PlayStation oh, 4. If, if, if things about to get real, let me go switch this sucker to game. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? I don't get it. I was okay. excited when they let me switch to channel four. <laughs> so okay, fine. But so um so Mo, you say they took they took liberties. How did you like the show? The first episode was okay. Okay. Alright, it wasn't, you know I don't know, it, it was just I think uh part of it is the art of the comic is stylized. Yes. But also the look of the city is very, very noir. Yeah. Very art deco. Mm-hmm. And they just used L.A. as a backdrop. Yeah. Now, so does does it, it actually it, take place in L.A.? Or is it just L.A. is the city they I, use, but it's supposed to be a different city? No, I, I think it... Well, actually, the, the show, I can't even tell you. I, I think it's just supposed to be a different city because there's a park that looks like Central Park in it. Gotcha. So, and I know, like, L.A. has a park like that. So, but I don't know. I, I haven't been to Pershing Square in, like, <laughs> 10 years. I hear so. you. But, um, yeah, so, you know, they take, a, they take a fair amount of liberties. I feel you, and... though. I feel you in regards to the city itself, because it was one of the things when I watched it. I only watched the first episode. But it was one of the things that I did notice and actually mentioned to Joe while I was watching it was like is this is is this taking place in LA because the city in powers is totally like not LA it's very much like yeah like almost like a Chicago or like it feels like a right like a, 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 a Boston Boston right it, it feels like that yeah, kind one of city of those older city mm-hmm. yeah but it, it, and it so it's just it the even like you know, I know some of the comic takes place during the day, you know, like, but it doesn't look all bright, <laughs> right. like, in the day. Right. And the, the show is just super bright. bright it is very bright. <laughs> it is and really bright. And it doesn't, but the thing is, it doesn't help the show because the special effects are so shitty. <laughs> I know that was something that Jay had mentioned to me before I saw it, was that he you felt like the, the effects weren't that great. Right. So I mean, they're not terrible by any means, but... I they're mean, not. they're pretty, they're they're pretty bad. It, um, I mean, no worse than Gotham. 
I think they're worse. I than don't Gotham. watch Gotham. <laughs> I mean, and, Gotham well, doesn't have a lot the of the city in Gotham. Yeah. The, the aesthetic of Gotham makes that whole show. No, I'm not talking about the city. I'm talking about like the special effects, like when they had the patchwork woman man. Oh, um, that looked yeah. terrible. That you're you're right on that, but that that's like like everything in Powers looks better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you you are correct. However, that's probably the only like special effect in in the entire in show. Gotham. Yeah, like that was the yeah. one time that he decided to do it, and hopefully they'll never do it again because yeah, that did look terrible. And I know, um, yeah, for what you can do, like, what you can do now in TV, that that show looks like it came out. Like, I mean, we watched the show like The Cape, right? Yeah. That was kind of cheesy in the special effects, and it looked better than this. Yeah, I think you're right. And part of the reason it looked better was because the aesthetic, it was darker. Yeah. Like, Everything was in close quarters. They didn't try to do establishing shots too much like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it took place at night, you know. Right. I, now, you know, Powers doesn't need to take place at night, but, you know, do something. I mean, like, a lot of the comic does, though, like you said. Yeah, but if they did something along the lines of, like, a Sin City or something, or even 300, like, just green screen everything. Yeah. Like, it probably would have changed the way I felt about looking at it. And then, and, and honestly, like, I'm always a stickler for gender swapping. Uh-huh. The black chick, the black chick. Oh, you mean Dina race Power, swapping? Yeah, Dina Pilgrim. Yeah. Did I say, what would I say? Her name is, you said race, I mean, you said uh, gender swapping, but you meant race swapping. Uh, yeah, race swapping. Uh, the Dina Pilgrim chick. Like, she's the only one that looks like the comic book person. Like, she's yeah. got the short hair, same body type, yeah. same wide-eyed look. No, even I, almost, like, facial expressions, like, when she reacts to things. No, no, I agree with you. Like, you know, I, you know me, I don't like the race bending either. But she ended up being one of the best parts of the show. Right. Which I was like, wow, that's, that's kind of crazy because she's the thing that I, I dislike the most about the yeah. whole show initially before i actually saw it and then the dude playing christian walker like he doesn't look like him but he could pull it off if the actual show looked like the comic you know he he came across really awkward to me yeah but i mean in a way that that the character doesn't in the comic and i mean i understand it's different mediums but yeah i don't feel like it I don't feel like it's something that just doesn't translate from the page to the screen. I think that there's something either different about how they're writing Walker in in this series. Oh, yeah. I, I think there's something very different. And, like, and I think they're not going to do his origin the same. That might be true. And there's something, I, I mean, I guess maybe the actor's bringing something to the role, but that just doesn't sit right with me as, like, what the character was like in the book. Because he seems yeah. very, like, I, I don't know. Like, he's just, like, he, like the scene in the first episode where he sees the powers in the sky and he kind of looks like he wants to go do something about it. Yeah. And he grabs his badge and his gun and looks like he's getting ready to jump off the balcony or something. But, like, the way that he was sitting there at the balcony, I was kind of like, he doesn't look like, man, I missed this. I want to be up there. He looks like, a dog that can't get out of the door, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, like I wish like the master would like slide the door open. 
you know, and yeah. that's like, or 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 he looks like, almost like, like he is addicted, and he really wants that hit, and I'm just like, that's not the right emotion, like <laughs> you know, like it's just like, well, it's, it's not the right emotion compared to the comics, right to the comp- but, yeah. To the, the regular vocal minority that's watching the show. <laughs> you dumb. Which, let's not, kid, let's not kid ourselves, nobody's watching this show. You, uh, you know what? I mean, you, you might be right. Because one thing that I came away from in regards to Powers is it totally feels like a network's first show. And that yeah. was a that's a bad thing, you know. It's like it because it's not like it's and it's not terrible because I actually think I want to see the other episodes that are available. But no, nah, I, I don't bother. <laughs> it doesn't get better. Larry, Larry, let me tell you a thing about television. You you don't know how to do television, okay? <laughs> but let me, let me tell you about television. Part tell of television is marketing. It's demographic. Okay. You put certain things at certain times. You roll out certain shows at certain times. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You my drift right where I'm going? Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Okay. All right, so putting a show that you want people to watch and charging for it without any kind of, like, established intellectual property that's kind of popular is not a formula for success. And then, so basically, the only people you can count on to watch it at a at a generous uh, uh, kind of um, a generous way of putting it, I guess, would be fifty percent of people that have PlayStation Plus are going to watch it. Uh huh. So you're basically marketing to those fifty percent of people who have uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? But, That's not how you make TV. But you know what, though? I mean, I I feel where you're coming from, but, I mean, the reason why you have a show like this is because you really do have, like, a Netflix that's, like, changed the game, and it's like... Yeah, but Netflix... Netflix have you seen the, the the special effects on Netflix shows that, yeah. that require special effects? Yeah. They look way better than this. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. But what I'm saying to you is... If Powers was of the quality of House of Cards, it very well could get people to like really try to figure out how to get either PlayStation Plus or make sure that they buy right. it on their Playstations. Like that that well, could if it if it was a show that had a name. Like if, if let's say, you know, Sony has rights for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Let's say so, Sony says, Oh, Marvel, now that you have Spider Man, why don't you make a Spider Man just a six episode season you know instead of making a bunch of movies let's make a, a, a season of Spider-Man with certain things on PlayStation Plus with Marvel and Conjunction that would get would get people to do it I don't think Powers is going to get people to do it I hear where you're coming from and I will say this I agree with you in the end I just don't agree with the fact that well it couldn't have happened because I mean, it's just like it's just like Walking Dead on AMC. It's like no one knew what The Walking Dead was before that show came on. Or at least most people didn't know what it was. And then of course, but that net, uh huh, that network already had established shows that people were really into. That's true. I mean, PlayStation Network had what core? 
<laughs> no, I mean, I hear you. I mean, the I tester. think. <laughs> I think the uh, PlayStation is definitely leaning on the fact that they're like, we have an install base already. So in their minds, they're like, we already have people that have PlayStation Plus. All we have to do is make a show that they'll watch. And I'm sure that in their minds, they were like, this is the show. And it could have been, but it's not. <laughs> because yeah. I, I think that like... um just and if, trying to market to that small niche market mm-hmm. with TV is not going to work out. Uh, that's just the bottom line. Gotcha. I think if you if you're trying to do entertainment, you got to do a broad spectrum. You know, you got to cast a wide net, which is why we end up talking about movies and TV a lot because we can't just talk about just comics. Right. Because it, it's it's not the broad net, you know. It's why AllGames.com has more comic shows now than it did before because that's what the public wants to listen to you know that's, yeah. what the, that's what podcasters want to talk about and that's what the public wants to listen to you can't you know you, you gotta you gotta give people what they want and it, you can't do it you can't make it hard for them to get it which is what Sony's doing with power um, they, if anything they could have just put it on crackle too which is <laughs> All right. I, I, I actually I, I predict that there it's going to be on Crackle I mean, in the next six months. I'd be surprised if the first episode wasn't on YouTube. Like, well, yeah, I, they gave it out for free already. Yeah, because why not? Like, because you want to give you want to give people the opportunity to see it. So if I'll they're... tell you why not, because that first episode wasn't that strong. <laughs> hey, there it is. It's interesting because I I know like, and I know Bendis was like involved in the creation of this show. Yeah. But it's interesting to see how some of the concepts from that book don't translate well to to TV. And I'm just like, "Oh, man, like like uh friggin' Johnny Royale and like this fool like yeah. pops in and out of places and like I remember him teleporting and it would literally be a pop sound, you know? Yeah. In the in the or the comic would have the little pop onomatopoeia and he would disappear and yeah. reappear and that was fine for the comic it's kind of ridiculous on a TV show and I was like man that's messed up like I felt bad because I'm like that's true to the comic like one of the few elements that's true to the comic and I'm like it's so not working for me like I've, it feels ridiculous and I'm just like that kind of sucks yeah, because I, you know from reading the comic I still felt a little lost when that happened I'm like is he dreaming <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, look, I, everybody who listens to this show knows I'm not a big fan of Bendis. Like, I like his work and stuff, but I hate that he stopped doing a Powers for a long time, right? And B Salmon Twitch, right? And uh, you know, he went for the big bucks, which is you know I can't fault him. But mm-hmm. then on top of that, he like tried to. Will the Infinity Gauntlet out of existence twice? <laughs> so that that's a whole other issue. So I, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, not like everybody else. Like I know Larry, you're, you're prone to suck his dick every now and then, metaphorically I, speaking. No, I, mean, but, I, I um, like I like how he writes. He's good. Yeah. He's not good in he's not good all the time, but most of the time, especially considering. Yeah. And it's like really to be good that good or at least that consistent, considering how much material he puts out there. I mean. It's hard to fault him to me. 
you know, watching Powers again did kind of, um, you know, you kind of see echoes of what he, the foundation he laid in Powers in Marvel. Mm-hmm. With the way he does, you know, like the Age, the age of Heroes. <laughs> you know, like right. he was a, a key player in that movement. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I watched the first episode. Like I said, I didn't feel it was that strong. And then I watched the second one. They took me for ninety nine cents, <laughs> um, or whatever it was, and now, I zoned out fifteen minutes in. Now, Jay, you saw the second episode. What did you think of the second episode? Because I, I haven't seen it yet. I liked it, but I mean, I didn't read the comic. Like the only issue I read of the comic was after the initial story arc. Okay. So. You know, maybe once they get to that point, I'll have a different viewpoint. But since I didn't read the comic, this is the only thing I have to go on. Gotcha. And, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. If you never read the comic, you, you it's a 50-50 shot. You'll enjoy it because part of it is the production and all that. So. Right. But uh, if you can get past those god-awful powers, like green screen, not even green screen shit, like animated on, like the lightsaber, the original lightsaber was better than some of those. Hmm. But um, yeah, if you can get past that, then yeah, you're you're good. You're gonna make that show succeed. Um, you know, FX did pass on the show, like the first episode. Yeah. You know, with the effects that it had, I think, I think that first episode was produced by FX. Oh, really? So it could only go down from there, I think. Jeez. In terms of production, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I remember him talking about, uh, well, everything going on, like him being on the set and stuff back when FX was supposed to do it. Right. Jay, you'd recommend people check out powers if they can yeah i mean i liked it so check it out moses i would say go uh go watch gone crackle and there's a series called uh death angel i believe or dark angel or angel of death one of those something like that on crackle and it's angel produced of death. angel of death okay with uh and it's Bell. Yeah, and, and it's made by um, the the fantastic, great uh, comics writer Ed Brubaker. I would say check that out. Okay. And forget about powers. <laughs> now I did want to ask you, Mo. Uh, since we're talking about TV shows, uh, which one would you give the nod to, Powers or Constantine? Oh, easily Constantine. Like, even though they, they did change the stories, they changed it to work, you know, to make the stories work for the next commercial. So at the very least, like, if you've never read the comic, you would enjoy the show. And, and I actually know uh, quite a few people that, that did that, Larry being one of them. When I explained to him what a story, like, he didn't have a problem with a certain episode, and when I told him what the original story was for it, he's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, he had a different thought, but if he had it, and he thought it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, easily, easily Constantine. Okay. I mean, I could definitely see like 
I think it is kind of like a 50-50 thing where it's like I think some people might be cool with powers and some people might not. But yeah, but the thing is, they they even narrow the market down for themselves is the problem. <laughs> like if you give 50-50 to the whole population, then you get a you get a you know you could get a good show with enough ratings and enough you know 99 cent purchases on their Google Wallet or whatever PlayStation uses these days. <laughs> right. So cool. Should we do some news before we get out of here? But no. There we go. Ooh, comic book news. We should have a like uh comic book like current news. <laughs> Well not not like that, but like How book news. Artist and cartoonist Irwin Hessen passed away Friday morning at the age of ninety six. What is Irwin Hessen? Has- Huh? Ha- Hassan is most famously known for co-creating Wildcat with Bill Finger. Oh wow! So he got to see the Wildcat on Arrow. That's good for him. I know that must yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Hassan was DC's last surviving artist from World War II. Jeez. So the DC's Golden Age comics had come to an uh, to an end. Uh, 77 years after it began according to comic historian Michael Uslan Word. Before, before joining the army during World War II Hassan found himself drawing the likes of the Green Hornet, the Flash and the Fox he returned after World War II to work on him, Johnny Thunder and Justice Society of America it's the end of an era and, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah he's gone uh, so it turns out that uh, John Cassidy is going to be leaving, leaving Star Wars after issue six. I don't... Oh, good. <laughs> what good? I, I always wanted to see Star Wars done by Brian Hitch. <laughs> and and Hitch, is, Hitch is always who they get after Cassidy? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... A lot of the time, that's true. Isn't that the pattern? Like, it is the pattern. Like I only said that because Hitch is really good at doing these big epic shots. Oh yeah, but, dude, I would I would love to see but, that. Yeah. Any new who's going to replace him? Yeah, they haven't said yet. So, we shall see who who will be coming in to take Cassidy's place. But yeah, number 6, that's it for him. Uh Latino Review has a bunch of like uh I guess scoops mm-hmm. on the Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> Do those quite qualify as scoops? <laughs> Did you read them at all or no? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what he. This one's about the Joker. Okay. And uh, they're talking about a source telling the Latino Review. And you know, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know I have issues with the Latino Review. Mm-hmm. I actually called for people to check their green card because they, they just said some stupid <laughs> shit. Call it INS They're on the ones, Latino Review. <laughs> yeah. They basically, they said, uh, they said, they, they had a, a leaked script of the Wolverine movie and they talked about him being in high school and being bullied and shit. Mm-hmm. That never happened at all. Right. And, but my, my, I just took umbrage with that article because they talked about how good it would be <laughs> if that happened. So, <laughs> but that, yeah. That's a whole other uh, episode of Fantastic Four, but here, here, here is somebody talking about the Joker in Suicide Squad, and this is in quotes. 
He's lean and scarred, but his suit does have a broad, does have broad shoulders. Joker works out in his cell like an inmate when he is interrogated by Amanda Waller. He's doing handstand push-ups, so it makes sense that Jared Leto said he is putting on weight. He is definitely not skinny, but in fact more muscular. He has uh, bleached skin, not makeup. He is kill- he's killed one of the Batman sidekicks, and there's a lot of references to his past crimes. He kills a lot of people. A buff so. Joker? That seems strange. Yeah. That's an actor choice. Well, you're not supposed to be... No! I'm not... <laughs> what I tell you, you gotta... about that Jared Leto? That's gotta be an act. That's gotta be an actor, like just deciding that he's gonna be buff, right? I I don't it's, know. I mean, realistically, it's in the it's... script where the Joker, like, who would write a script about a Joker doing handstand push-ups? Like, <laughs> like whoever wrote Con Air. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, I can't. Like, at this point, it's all so convoluted that who, like, first of all, why are we even having a conversation about the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie? <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, I can't tell you. I don't I don't know if that's a DC thing or a Warner Brother thing or a Jared Leto thing. It could be a combination of all three. It's one of the things like, where the concept started out flawed. Like, you're talking about... Why do you have a polka dot car with five wheels? Like, wait, why are we talking about a car with five wheels? Like, right, what's forget the f- about the polka dot part. Right, what's the fifth wheel do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Another another bit of big news that this will rattle everybody's foundation. Uh, the guy that played Pa Kent in Smallville doesn't like Pa Kent in Man of Steel. Bo Duke? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bo Duke doesn't like pocket and men of steel that's because he actually he questions his parenting yeah as he should as he should yeah but that i mean larry should that be a new story yep i want to know what he thinks that bull duke from I'm, smallville he's a good old boy look look son let me die because i was trying to save the dog even though you're fast enough to make both of us without anybody ever even notices noticing it, <laughs> Paul Kent was just done. He was like ready to go. Yeah, he wanted. He, to, he didn't know how to cure his ED. <laughs> He's like, no more with this chick. No more. He he, look, he took he took a long look at Mark Kent and said, you know what? This tornado ain't, ain't so bad. <laughs> this tornado ain't so bad. <laughs> it's like maybe it'll take me to Oz and I'll find someone. <laughs> St. Kansas anymore. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So. Um, r- remember that cool animatic we saw of Popeye? Yes. That's not going to happen anymore. I believe that. Ken Gendy, Tartofsky, the guy yeah. that was making it, yeah. they left the project. Oh. So I assume it's not going to be as cool as we saw. Less cool. Got it. But he is making Hotel Transylvania too. Is that something people want to see? Ooh. I don't. I'm just like I didn't. I I didn't know that people were clamoring for a Hotel Transylvania too. The first one wasn't even that good. <laughs> see. Uh, let's see what else is happening in the news. 
There's a uh, more Latino reviews stuff about Batman. What about Batman? It's still talking about Suicide Squad, but they mentioned Batman. It says according to Mayimbe's sh- uh, sources, Mayimbe is I guess the writer for that. Uh, prior to the events of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, the Dark Knight is considered a sort of urban legend, a sort of boogeyman that criminals fear and that the government absolutely despises. Additionally, up to that point, the Joker is actually the only person to have ever come face-to-face or met with the Cape Crusader for an extended period of time, possibly due to him murdering one of Batman's sidekicks, which makes the Clown Prince a vital asset for Viola Davis's Amanda Waller. Due to his propensity to live in the shadows, Batman has managed to become a priority target for Amanda Waller, and sometime during the Suicide Squad, her team will be seen watching footage of the Bat in action. Mayimbe also teases a bit of dialogue that reveals that Waller sees him as the key to tracking down all supers. This would mean that Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and possibly others will presumably become known to the public after Batman versus Superman. Like what? What's the what's the possibility of like the Suicide Squad squad joint just being like amazing? Like, is there any chance that it could totally pull like zero an, an X Men first class and just be like, despite everything that it sounded like it was going to be, it actually turns out like decent? Is that is that possible? You, are mm-hmm. you forgetting that Will Smith is in there? <laughs> I mean, I won't say first class because I didn't really like first class. <laughs> But it does have the potential to turn out to be a really good movie. A really good movie? Yeah. Where's the potential for that? Can you help show me? I want to see it, too. I want to be optimistic about it, but it's hard. Because every time somebody opens their mouth about it, it makes me want to vomit a little bit. So Will Smith is going to be a a team player. He's going to be not the main huge big star. What what did you say, Moses? (laughs) Uh, well, they're all rumors. Let's let's. Oh yeah. That, but but especially even, like even if they were said as fact, like the Latino review doesn't have a good track record for shit like this. Right. But e- all so, the all the stuff that we know is true makes me feel like right. This movie's no good, and 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 while you know, I mean, Will Smith is playing is playing Deadshot. Right. And and Deadshot should be. At the center of a Suicide Squad movie, so that I mean, or at least in the comic, he's he's kind of at the center of it, right? In the new comic, in the new comic, right? In the new comic, New Fifty Two Suicide Squad, Deadshot's at the center of it. I don't feel like Will Smith is going to play a character that's like the guy in the comic, but at least there's that, I guess. If he does, I mean, that's um, going to be a really big like an acting tour de force, so much so that. It's going to be distracting seeing the whole time. You'll be like, wow, Will Smith's really good in this. And that You're going to be saying that so much, you're going to forget to pay attention to the plot. <laughs> That's funny. I know um, they got the guy, Joel Kinnaman, to play Rick Flagg Jr. Why, why Rick uh, Flagg Jr.? Because Rick Flagg is old. I don't even understand why we have Rick Flagg in, in this movie at all. Like why did they well, just of the the original Suicide Squad? Like they're trying to blend the two. It's ridiculous. 
It, this is their yandu. Yeah. Irregardless. <laughs> um. Why you laugh? Uh, irregardless. Irregardless, Joe Kinnaman is actually a really good actor. Um, and I think he he could have been Deadshot. He could have been. He's so good. He could have been Amanda Waller. <laughs> But uh, you guys probably know him. He played RoboCop in the remake. Oh, okay. I think they should they should have shifted everybody over one, so <laughs> right. that Kinnaman plays Deadshot, uh, Leto Jared Leto plays uh, Harley Quinn, Will Smith plays Amanda Waller. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Now that I would watch. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, he puts the man in Amanda. <laughs> Nah, man. I mean, Joe hit the nail on the head when he was like, right, "That was you that said Will Smith should play." No, that wasn't you, huh? Yeah, it was. I said he should play Black Spider. Oh, that was you. There it is. That that's a perfect role for Will Smith. And even though Black Spider isn't at the center of the Suicide Squad, you can make Black Spider a more prominent member of the Suicide Squad. Well, with Black Spider, there's room for work and growth. Right, right, because, I mean, he's kind of like an anti-hero on a villain team. Right. Um, and on top of that, like, I'm just mad, like, like you get... Because there are also rumors that you're going to get Rig Flag Senior. Did, <laughs> Rig did you Flag Senior? Yeah, what? and supposedly Ed, Ed Harris is in line to play that. No. Now, now you're messing with me. Oh, that dude, dude, that guy is amazing. No, Ed Harris is like, great, but... but- I've always wanted Ed Harris to be King Shark. What? Why? I just want to see King Shark in the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I mean, that we should get. I agree with you, but Ed Harris. <laughs> Ed Harris is another good one. He could be anybody. Dude, he could Ed, be dead. No, Ed, Ed Harris is the saving grace of many a terrible film. And that's not about his acting choices. I mean, that, or that's not about, yeah, it's not about his... Or not to speak towards his choices of, uh, right of work. It's just that he's that much better than most people, and so it's well, like, it's the know. directors that are like, "Well, this guy, this guy, will save this movie," you know? Yeah, and I mean, like, it's, you can go to him for that. See, and that's the thing, like you know, so like sometimes he's just a great part of a great movie, and sometimes he's just the best part of terrible movies, and it's not, it's not because the movie itself is a bad idea necessarily it's just that you like ed harris really is like one of these guys that makes you realize how some other people can't act yeah especially when they act across from him it's just like oh you need to go back to friggin your your friggin i don't even know what those things are called not the acting class but whatever the not conclave. study groups something whatever your workshop you need to go back to your your actor studio <laughs> yeah you need to go back to UCLA extension <laughs> so that's yeah. not that funny Larry I went there no I just like the idea that you're going to UCLA extension for your acting classes why it's not funny You may, why are you making jokes then Moses if I'm not supposed to laugh I don't know Holy shit. I... <laughs> yeah. And I know as far as the Joker being all super athletic and buff, 
I mean, we've seen different, or I, I've seen different interpretations of the Joker that aren't traditional, and they turned out okay. I would think the the Joker, the least traditional Joker I've seen that I've enjoyed is the one from the Batman. Right, that's Cap- the one I'm talking about. Capoeira Joker. Right. So I mean, <laughs> but I, if I could see that working, I could see nah, muscly. Capoeira. Nah, I think um, the thing is that Capoeira Joker only had to like compete against like another Joker. I know what's that mean, Mo? That means that. Yeah, that Joker doesn't have to compete against the other guy, Heath Ledger. Oh, I got you. Like, th- this new Joker has to compete against Heath Ledger. I mean, honestly, you know, I- I'll say this, though. Like, Capoeira Joker is-, is definitely unconventional. But Capoeira Joker brings a lot of the classic elements of Joker with him. And and that's kind of, I think, why you can accept Capoeira Joker. Because Capoeira Joker has a straight jacket and is really crazy and is bouncing all over the place like a madman. And it just so happens that while he's doing all those Joker-like things, that he might spit on his head and kick you. You know? like So, so it's kind of like he's the Joker that you know <laughs> Except that he kicks you sometimes, like r- really, no, and and that's why Capoeira Joker works, you know, and like it it sounds crazy, like when you when you hear it, it's definitely one of those ideas. Like when you hear it, you're like, the idea of the Joker doing Capoeira is ridiculous, and then you see how they execute it, and you're like, you know what, that's not as ridiculous as I thought it was going to be, and it's like you're right because. It has all the elements that you want from the Joker, and it just adds a little dash of this. <laughs> That's it. I, I think Jared Leto's best bet is to do a Mark Hamill impression. <laughs> it, it's funny, too, because here's the beauty of Capoeira Joker. is They made this fool, in a, they put him in a straight jacket, and he's so crazy he doesn't even take it off. And that makes it so that he has to kind of move around like that because he doesn't have, like, he can't punch you because his arms are in a straitjacket still. You know what I mean? So it's like this this fool's best thing. Like, he has to run around and, like, kick people. He can't even punch you. Man, that's genius, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I get it. No. But the thing is, yeah. it also works for that cartoon because everybody in that cartoon had some fighting style. That's true. So Capoeira fits Joker the, more than anything. It, it, it's kind of like a... Oh, go ahead. It's kind of like that off-the-wall stuff where it's yeah. like, I don't know if he's fighting or just goofing around. You know? Right, right. No, you're absolutely right. And that, and that's, yeah, and that's what it is. Like, somebody thought about that joint. But the, the reason I said Jared Leto has to do a, a, a Mark Hamill impression mm-hmm. is because... That the Mark Hamill Joker, mm-hmm. you could easily see pounding somebody with a crowbar. Oh yeah, like you could easily see him strip back girl naked and take pictures of her shot. That's true. You know, you could also see him do like the jokey, off the wall shit too. And that I think that's, I, I honestly I think Mark Hamill Joker is the perfect Joker. I and oh, second to that would be you know Heath Ledger's. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger's was actually scary, like as a clown, like 
you know, if you're already afraid of clowns, like don't watch The Dark Knight, right? Because he's actually creepy and scary as a clown, and also does that duality of is he really crazy or is he just so like he exploits the ability that people perceive him as crazy right. to actually go straight through and uh, meet his objective, right? You say he should do Hamill's Joker because I mean, uh, uh, friggin' probably nail that. No, I know. That's why I said it. Like, but that's the thing. Is like they're making him all buff and shit, and it's like he, that Mark Hamill uh, Joker can be threatening without having to be imposing. Yeah. Yeah. Even like like we watched uh, Under the Red Hood, where um, who is it? Like Joe Dante did the voice for Joker, mm-hmm. and he did the crowbar scene and everything with Jason Todd. But that, I feel that Joker was an impression of Mark Hamill's Joker. Like, it wasn't, like, an original take on Joker. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't want an original take on Joker. <laughs> no, I mean, right. Right. I yeah. mean, it, look, you're right. Like, we, we've had, like, we probably don't need any more original takes, even though we would have said that before Heath Ledger, too. <laughs> so. You did. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, you never you never know what you might get. Who knows? Maybe maybe he I mean maybe uh uh the thing is that movie that Dark Knight mm-hmm. was primed to like make use of an original take in a good creative way. Mm. I don't think Suicide Squad is primed for that. Yeah, you're right on that. You are right on that. Okay. On I mean that... there's some Deadpool news but uh I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> Is it good news or bad news? It just says that uh, he says Ryan Reynolds says Deadpool will please super critical fanboys, but he says that right after, even though it's PG thirteen. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that one. Yeah, not super so, critical fanboys. Oh, they love how Deadpool breaks the third wall. Right. Which I don't know what that means. The third wall. <laughs> Yeah, it, exactly. It means like, he has. Oh, there's just like a wall on set that he just hits. <laughs> it's <what> maybe. You... <laughs> there's a, a wall on set. <laughs> That's funny. It's the third wall. It's like when you say the third wall, what do you mean? Like that one? <laughs> that one? The one to my right. left. <laughs> yeah, the one to your left. Yeah. Third one. That two, wall. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> Which is a, is a telltale sign that they don't know the comics. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> they can't even get that right. Deadpool, Deadpool's out here friggin' knocking down sets. <laughs> you don't understand, Deadpool. You better read comics. Shoo. Oh. Oh, you don't understand Third Wall? <laughs> oh, okay. You better talk to Liefeld. <laughs> I was like, what? crazy Derek H why don't you give us some final thoughts buddy uh, it's, you're, you need to rethink your cause when uh, when the people on the opposite side of you realize that they're siding with Gamergate <laughs> uh, Jay final thoughts buddy I don't care what anyone else say says Clue is a great movie 
Word. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, to quote the great Joel Benitez, Je suis Larson. <laughs> uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll be back next week. Until then, we're out. Hey, are you guys going to, uh, what do you call that? WonderCon? Up in the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.